gorgeous soul. This is the Katie Blair Podcast, aka your activation station for magnetizing and normalizing your next inevitable massive up-leveling. I'm a virtual coach who focuses on designing your most epic human experience through building a purpose-filled and aligned lifestyle and or business. If you're obsessed with quantum up-leveling and you're done settling for anything less than everything you desire, you have arrived right on time. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a very special guest for you. This is Eleanor de Poisson. She is a spiritual teacher, divine feminine healer, speaker, author, and intuitive business mentor. Basically, she helps women entrepreneurs run their businesses and lives from their feminine energy so that they can magnetize more wealth, alignment, and flow while impacting humanity in their unique way. Her gifts are depth, wisdom, and practical leadership, and with these, she leads her clients to have soul-led businesses and lives. So basically, Ellie, you fit right in here. Yes. Thank you, Katie, for this beautiful introduction. I'm really happy to be on your podcast today. Yes. I'm so happy that you're here and we love your accent so much. Tell (laughs) us where you're from. So I'm from Belgium originally and in Belgium we speak French. So yeah, French is my mother tongue. We also speak Flemish in this country, but I'm not sure you want to hear what Flemish sounds like. Oh my gosh, I love that. Well, I just, I absolutely love it. So, um, okay, Ellie, I wanted to have you on this podcast today because you just completed your second book, correct? Yeah, exactly. So tell us kind of what this is about and why you wrote it. Mm. So The Path of Femininity, The Six Gifts of Your Sovereignty is a book to help women reconnect with their feminine energy and really step into their sovereignty and into the leader and the light they were always meant to be. And I wrote this book because um, as a woman entrepreneur, you know, I've always been very much Um, I was really good at planning, organizing, having my to-do list and creating a lot. You know, I'm a generator in human design. I think you're a generator too, right? Yeah, I am. So you know what it is to have lots of ideas, lots of energy and like the drive to create. But the thing is that sometimes I got stuck doing all that in my masculine energy. So it was a lot of pressure and hustling and in the end, a lot of exhaustion and not feeling super aligned anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a story that I share in the book. Um, that's when I was, I think, 23 years old, I went to see a doctor that was specialized in traditional Chinese medicine because I was having a lot of issues with my gut and there were a lot of things I wasn't digesting. And so she did a whole analysis and at the end she told me, oh, well, your whole body is much more into yang. So you have more masculine energy than feminine energy. Wow. And you know what? I was proud. I was like, awesome. Let it stay like that. Because mm-hmm. for me, feminine energy was uh, being emotional, being hysterical, right. a bit silly, ditzy, goofy, cheesy, wearing too much makeup, high heels, you know, boring. So I really had a very limited perception of what femininity and feminine energy actually were. And uh, I had a group of friends, uh, girlfriends, and our 
our slogan or our motto was to say, we're not girls. That's what we were always saying. We were like, no, we're not girls. We're much better than that. Mm-hmm. But what we actually meant with that mojo we, is that we weren't superficial or annoying, but we were badasses and strong and wise and powerful. Mm-hmm. What we actually meant was we are in our divine feminine. Yes. But I didn't, didn't know that at the time. And so long story short, it took me... Um, another 10 years to realize that I had to stop um, being so much in my masculine and honor my feminine side, which was really craving attention and quiet and peace and creativity and surrendering because I was very, very much controlling everything. I was a real control freak. And so I learned to trust myself, trust my intuition, trust source, and now I'm detached, I surrender much more and everything is way easier and more successful too. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So yeah, that, so that's, sorry. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I love how you make that distinguishing between, you know, a girl and something that you felt like you didn't necessarily relate to because yeah. that meant kind of like the more prissy feminine so you actually clung to the masculine instead, mm-hmm. kind of writing mm-hmm. off your feminine femininity altogether until you get to this point where you're like, oh, wait, divine feminine is so powerful. So you go on this, you have this journey of coming home to your divine feminine mm-hmm. and clearly you have this wake up where you're like, okay, this is, this is what I'm here to do. This is what I'm here to help lead. Yeah. Yeah, so the story of the wake-up is interesting as well because um, I started having a dream, a very curious dream, that story that I also share in the book. I started having this dream of um, I was walking down the streets of a beautiful city. Imagine Paris or New York and Upper East Side New York or something like that. And there's Central Park on the left (laughs) and I'm walking to the right in the streets and then I meet a man. And the man starts talking to me. And then after two minutes, he says, let's go to my hotel room. I want to take you with me. And then I say, okay, because he's handsome. And then we start kissing. He starts undressing me. He wants to make love to me. And then he says, I want to marry you. I want to be with you for all my life. And then suddenly I freak out and I say, oh, wait, no, 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 that, that, that's not possible. I'm already committed to someone else. And then I leave the hotel room. I freak out. And I wake up from the dream. Mm. And I did that dream a lot, over and over and over again. And um, there's a moment where I thought, well, maybe this is because I'm getting remarried. Um, I divorced now more than three years ago, and I met someone the day after I signed the paper of my divorce. So that was quick. That's a whole other story, but also a good story. And um, we did long distance for a year and then we moved in together. He proposed and we got married. So things went pretty quickly because we just knew we were soulmates. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, maybe I'm having this dream because I'm afraid of committing myself into another relationship and it's too quick. And then we got married and then I was still doing that dream. So I was like, okay, well, I guess that was not it. (laughs) 
So then I contacted a friend who's a dream therapist. She analyzes dreams. And um, we actually dived deep into that dream. And she helped me understand that that man that was there in the dream was my masculine. Mm-hmm. And I was playing the role of my feminine. Mm-hmm. And so as you can see in the dream, my masculine was very pushy, really leading and committing to things very quickly, very devoted. And the feminine was like, wait, I need a bit more time. I don't know if this is really what I want. And I'm committed to something else. So then I went on a search to what is that something else and how does it work, the sacred union between the feminine and the masculine? And that's really where I understood that the feminine is supposed to lead. The feminine is supposed to lead with her desires. And then the masculine comes to her to bring her the foundations, the structure, the tools that she needs in order to create. So everything actually starts with the feminine. Mm -hmm. We are the birthers, the creators. The yang comes from the yin in Chinese medicine as well. And in that dream, well, obviously the yang was taking the lead and then the the yin was following and it was just too overwhelming for me. So I really had a wake up call with that dream and started learning everything I could about the divine feminine. And I was actually surprised to see that there weren't that many books about it. And then one day in a meditation, I got a a hint that I needed to write a book about it. And I was like, okay, right. But I'm at the beginning of my journey. Like, what am I supposed to write? Mm -hmm. And I was guided during the whole process. So I just started writing a few things um, that just, I felt like they were resonating with me and would be interesting for my audience and everyone reading the book. And then two months later, I got woken up in the middle of the night by my guides who actually gave me the content of the book and the title of the book and the subtitle and what I was going to write in that book. Wow. Yeah, it was a journey. (laughs) Oh, wow. And so that was, that was for the first book, correct? No, that was for my sec- this, this that my was second this second one where your guides came in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. See, this is where this journey gets so magical. And this mm-hmm. is why I love having people come on for interviews on this podcast because when we get out of our way of the how, mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about it. We connect and we tap into something so much bigger, so Absolutely. much deeper, and it comes through us. And yeah. I think that this relates to what you're saying about the divine feminine is Absolutely. we carry the birthing through our desire because the divine feminine's gift is that she is fully tapped in. Absolutely. When at her peak. And when she's fully tapped in, her desire comes from the it's a desire for more for herself, but also it's a desire of receiving and landing and transmuting these huge things coming through her Mm -hmm. to birth, you know, so much more like children and so everything, absolutely everything. And so I think that that's what a cool journey. And I love also the fact that you know, it came at kind of the beginning of your journey because I'm sure that that book was able to help so many women at the beginning of their journey. And so it was the perfect timing to start to write it all down. And the fact that you trusted yourself to do it right there, I think is so amazing. And also it could, it could only have been 
it could only have happened like that because, you know, when you're writing a book about the feminine, you need to be in your feminine to actually, you know, bring the right energy to the pages. And that book came through me and was given to me and the six gifts were explained to me. And sometimes I was, I remember that I asked them that night at 4 a.m., all right, well, I, I'm pretty comfortable with four of the six gifts, but there are two of them that I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. And they were like, don't, don't worry, it, it's going to come. <laughs> I was like, okay. And it's interesting because the gift that I was um, least comfortable with is the gift of surrender. Mm. So I had to surrender to this whole process, go through that myself, really understand what it means to surrender in the process of writing a book. And uh, I was also pregnant at the time, it was the beginning of my pregnancy. Mm. And um, I also had to surrender to all the changes that were happening in my body. So it was, it was more than just writing a book, it was a whole initiation so that I could really embody the feminine at a very deep core level and then be able to write about it, teach about it and, and coach women entrepreneurs with it. Yeah, absolutely. And such is the same, you know, the same feeling I get from this online business work. When a program comes through, it's this whole surrender activation. And and then even how you take that idea, put it into physical form and put it out into the world, into your community, into your audience. It's such a magical Mm -hmm. flow. And I think that this book, your book, it's going to be able to, you know, any any listeners out there who maybe you've been writing to write a book or maybe you're in the virtual coaching industry or whatever it is, you know, it's like this is what we get to tap into as creators no matter what industry that we're in. Mm-hmm. Where can you um, can you explain a little bit more for anyone listening to this being like, wait, did you have like people come talk to you? (laughs) Explain what your relationship is like with your guides, what it feels like when something like that happens to you, like really what that kind of is. Because my guess is that every single woman listening to this, you've had this experience before. And so this is going to be a great conversation to kind of land in what that actually can mean and what you can do through the portal that it brings. Yeah. So you were saying before, um, you know, the feminine is tapped in and when she's tapped in, that's really when she allows source to work through her for her and for others. And that's exactly what I'm, what I'm teaching in this book, because that state of being tapped in, that's, that's your sovereignty. That's being connected to more. And when you're in that state of sovereignty, when you're connected to source and you know that everything is there for your highest good, that everything is just a, a lesson, a growth and an evolution, um, you are open to receive your guides, angels, ancestors and source much more. And first it starts as, you know, little nudges and having intuition and quite often intuition expresses itself through your body. So you're going to feel a sense of warmth or coldness, expansiveness or restriction. That's really how I started connecting with my intuition and my guides. It's really through my body. And I actually did an energy healing uh, training in a mystery school in uh, Montreal two years ago. Mm. And that's where I learned to develop 
much more um, my psychic gifts, if I, if I can say it like that. And I remember the teacher at the beginning of the year, she told me that I had um, the potential to become a medium one day. And I was like, oh, wow, really? Like me? I'm going to channel spirits? What do you mean? <laughs> I was really surprised by, by the whole thing. And um, I kind of let it there and just, you know, started doing my sadhana, my spiritual practice of meditating and doing energy healings on myself, just elevating my vibration. And I understood with time that the more you are relaxed, the more you are in your sovereignty and that state of peace, of connection with something bigger and in full trust of life, also while having fun, so really in, in a state of like enjoyment, mm -hmm. that's when they can come. Mm -hmm. Because if you're super busy in your mind and you're having thoughts and da 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 da, da there's no room for them right. to show up. And your intuition might talk to you, but it's going to be like a little whisper, so you're not going to hear it. And so in full transparency, it's the first time that I actually really felt like I had light beings in the room and that they were teaching me something and that it was something that I had never thought of before and that was new content. So it was my first experience to, to actually go through that. And I'm pretty sure it's, it helped that I was pregnant because when you're pregnant, you're way more psychic, obviously, because wow, you're yeah. going all the way up there to go and look for your little soul and then grounded back into this earth so you're super connected when you're pregnant and so the way it happened um is that i woke up from a dream where i understood really clearly that it was a message from my guide because they were basically saying to me 2021 is going to be a year of change for you the girl who smiles and is just happy and does what's expected of her that's not going to work anymore Basically, we don't want you to be a good girl anymore. We want you to be really authentic and bring your originality and your bad girl forth. And so I was like, all right. So I wrote that down. And as I was writing that down, that message from that dream, I started having downloads. And it really felt like I was re really receiving something from the top of my head in, a, in the fraction of a second and it was holding like a whole 10 minute speech and I yeah. remember I was trying to write it down on my phone and I was like wait it's so hard to actually translate everything that I'm understanding right now in a linear language mm -hmm. because what I'm receiving has a lot of dimensions I don't know how to explain it differently but that's really when I understood that um it was a new experience that they were there because I was also asking them questions and they were answering. And so, yeah, it was, um, it was a whole journey, whole experience. My husband woke up in the middle of that because I was moving and everything. And he was like, what's happening? It's like, I'm having downloads. My guides are in the room. He was like, all right, we'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Good night, babe. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he knows me, he married me. So he's used to these kinds of things now. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was funny. And after that I had a whole, um, like my body was shaking and I was really having a whole energy upload with, uh, with the teachings that they just gave me. 
because, um, yeah, it was really intense physically. I even had to tell them at a moment to stop because um, they're not in, in human bodies. They're light beings, so they, they don't know our limits, so we have to set the limit. And um, thank God I knew that they were doing that because my teacher from, from Montreal, from the Energy Healing School, she had that too, and we were quite close. And so she told me a lot about her life and her experiences and spiritual experiences and she told me that at 4 a.m. they were also waking her up to give her teachings and she was writing stuff down. So I was like, oh, okay, so that's a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. Wow, that was yeah. so beautiful. <laughs> I, um, and that might be one of the most exquisite explanations of that phenomena that I've heard. Mm. It was really beautiful how you Thank just you. landed all of that. And if um, we d- we did have an episode, I don't remember which one it was, but it's called Spirit Guides and Mediumship. If anyone loves this kind of conversation where I actually had my medium come on and talk nice. about this stuff as well. And <clears throat> yeah, I think it's, um, this is one of, actually, I would say it's my most favorite part about creating is mm-hmm. being able tap into this in whatever lens it looks like for you and uh, gaining the trust and as you, you say the sovereignty in claiming that like no magic is real like this is how we get to live yeah it's just it's just normal and you know it's interesting because um we split things in life we like to put things in boxes because it makes us feel safe we're like oh I'm, I'm spiritual oh no I'm a businesswoman. oh I'm a creative or oh, I'm an artist well actually you can be spiritual and like rule your business with your spirituality by being connected or you can be an artist and just channel music or channel paintings or you can also be an artist and bring all your creativity in your business It's really, it's like all the things together. And I think that the world is really moving in that direction. And um, I'm actually excited about that because I think that's, we're just going to create things that are so much more beautiful and aligned for ourselves and for the world. We're really moving in that direction of bringing spirituality into everything that we do, because we're starting to understand that we are spiritual beings and that we are connected to something greater and that this life is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be enjoyable and we're supposed to experience abundance and play and not just um, rigidity and shoulds and structure. And yeah, that old paradigm is, is falling and I'm actually really excited to see everyone realizing how gifted and spiritual they are and bring that into their businesses, relationships and, and life really. Absolutely. Why do you think that this is happening right now or rather like what do you really see gets to come from this divine feminine awakening and this rising that's happening right now i think it's been um it's been brewing for a while that the feminine slowly 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 came back um because patriarchy has been here for thousands and thousands of years you know when when jesus was born 2000 years ago the patriarchy was already there. And Mary Magdalene, which is for me the embodiment of the divine feminine, mm-hmm. um, she was also trying to make a change, but she really she really got rejected a lot for it and blamed a lot. And that's why 
we don't know that much about her. We just know that she was a whore and then that's it. So sex is dirty. Let's never talk about that bitch mm. again. You know. So I think it's been brewing for a while and women started to be able to vote and then they went working. And then I think that we've just started to realize that living life as women, living life the way men are doing it, it just doesn't work for us. There's never been so much burnout, so much depression. Women that are waking up and being like, okay, well, I'm, I love to be a mom, but there's something more than I'm meant to do here. I just don't know what. So they're searching for answers. And so there, there's that on one side, really the feminist movement that's growing and growing and growing, where we are realizing that we had a seat around the table, you know, a few years ago when we got the right to vote and then we started working and doing everything like men. Now we're actually wanting to do things our own way. Yeah. Because we're realizing it's not working. So there's that on one side. And on the other side, I also think um, that it was supposed to happen. You know, when you look at astrology, um, you see that we were in the age of Pisces, which is all around control and power. And now we're moving into the age of Aquarius, which is all around community and support and collaboration. And also the age of Pisces was very much connected to Mars and Mars, that's the divine masculine, the sacred warrior. Mm -hmm. And the age of Aquarius in astrology, Aquarius is very much linked to the planet Venus, which is the divine feminine, the beauty, the softness, compassion. And so it's very interesting to see these two facts, um, yeah, coming together. And I think they are at the root of the rising of the feminine today. That's why I got hit by all these downloads to write about the feminine, but I'm not the only one. It's really funny and I think exciting to see that in the past 6, 12, 18 months, suddenly everybody's talking about the divine feminine, mm. right? Yeah. It's because we need it. And I'm waking up the people that have access to me and then someone else waking uh, like her people up. And then, you know, together we're really all going to create a huge change and build that new paradigm. And I think it's not a coincidence that we are simultaneously in a whole pandemic that's just bringing a lot of chaos because... We know when we look at nature and the spiritual laws that chaos um, brings order. You need chaos in order to bring a new order. And so we're in chaos right now because something new is being birthed. birthed. Mm. Yeah, I think that's so beautiful, you know, seeing this in so many ways. And, you know, every day I'm in this online in, uh, coaching industry space and here even, you know, we're seeing it so much, this masculine way that, you know, all of us were originally taught. I was originally taught years ago when I first came into this space of the marketing techniques, the selling techniques, yeah. the program creation techniques, like the way that I do things now is completely different. And mm -hmm. I feel really fortunate to be in a career that allows me to lean as mm -hmm. deep into my feminine as I want. For some women, they're still, they've still got one foot in masculine, one foot in feminine. And I think, I think we all do to some extent, you know, I think really the, the healthy balance is required. However, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to the lens, 
Yeah, from from a full, being able to make every decision from energetic alignment in full heart and soul uh, integrity with the way that you're doing it and questioning anything that doesn't feel good, the more people do that, the more loopholes pop up of, oh wait, she's making it work and she doesn't do things like this. How is she doing it? Whoa, she's doing it from her heart and it's working? Like, the moment you decide to stand in your power, you become a loophole as proof and evidence for other people that mm-hmm. they get to into what they want as well. So divine feminine rising is also like, yeah, it's giving it's giving the the world a chance to take a deep breath and come back into our heart, come back into our soul, come back into the fact that we are spiritual beings on so many levels and layers. And, um, and come back to our womb as well, where really our power is in our... Our womb is a portal to to source, really, and um, and to sacred sexuality, which is also a portal to source, and really reconnecting with all the gifts that are waiting for us there. Because you know, like you were saying, you connect to your to your feminine, and you find your own way of doing life, really, and doing business that works for you. And that way is different for everyone, because we're all different. You know, now it's it's also interesting to see that there's this huge rise of human design, which is teaching us that there are five different energy yeah. profiles and you need to listen to your energy. But even if you have five different profiles, you have a different authority. And mm-hmm. even if you have a different authority, you can be like a triple split, a single, a quadruple yeah. split. You know, there's no strategy uh, or way of living that functions for everybody. Exactly. Even though we've been taught that and we've been trying to do it that way, which is why there's so many burnout and depression and overeating and overgiving and all these issues right now. Exactly. And the feminine invites us to connect with our emotions, connect with our womb, with our intuition and find the way that works for us so that we can experience much more alignment which leads to wealth and success and joy and purpose and and you know all all of that because you do that with your clients as well um but something that i wanted to add to your question why do you think the feminine is rising today as well is that i i said that earlier everything starts with the feminine Mm. the masculine comes from the feminine think about it men give birth, uh, women give birth to men, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. So we need to start connecting with our feminine first and heal our feminine, move from our wounded feminine that's needy, manipulative, insecure, to our divine feminine that's powerful, intuitive, tapped in. Um, And once we've done that shift, then we can connect with our sacred divine masculine Mm. because the divine masculine it's it's beautiful you know it listens it's super compassionate it's super grounded and present and it creates space for the feminine to be creative and spontaneous and you know a bit less organized but we first need to heal our feminine at an individual level so that we can heal it at a collective level, and then create sacred union with our divine feminine at an individual and collective level. So we're embarking on a new journey, and it's it's not going to be done in six months. It's going to take a while. 
<laughs> but it's super exciting to see um, what's happening right now and, and the direction that this is going um, towards. Absolutely. I think it's one of the beautiful things about social media too, is that you're able to find people syncing up to this all over the globe in every single country. Mm -hmm. And so you know that you're not alone. And even if in your town or around your family and friends, you feel like an outcast or you feel like you're the only one <laughs> into this, you go online and you have thousands of women to sync up with and tap in with and I think that's one of the beautiful things and also why this is creating kind of this tidal wave rising energy because we are, we've found a way to become connected in all of yeah. this and we've found a way to trust ourselves as we lean personally deeper into it yeah. really because well, we see it's possible. You know, you say, uh, it's just funny how you say you're an outcast. I, I was definitely the black sheep of my family, mm -hmm. of my friends, but you're the outcast until they actually come and ask you how you did it because mm -hmm. they're realizing that you brought yourself to a place where they actually want to be too. Yeah. So being an outcast, I think it's just, um, it took me a lot of time to realize that, but it's just, uh, it's just leadership. Absolutely. So what are the six gifts mm -hmm. <laughs> so the first gift is the gift of authenticity because authenticity is really what helps you move from the wounded to the divine feminine for me it's really that bridge it's the first step to step into your divine feminine because the wounded feminine she's insecure manipulative because she's craving connection The wounded feminine is really that part of you that feels lonely, misunderstood, that's craving connection because you've suffered separation from source when your soul was created. And then you had another sense of separation when you were not in the womb of your mother anymore, when you came to earth. And so that feminine part of yourself really wants to connect with others, but Our world is built in a way that we have learned to fit in, in order to be loved. Mm. You know, think about the wolf pack. If you're on your own, well, you can be killed. It's, it's dangerous. And at the time where we were cavemen, if we were going on our own out of the cave, it could be dangerous. We could be killed. So we were always staying in the group. It was important for us to belong. And we're not living in caves anymore and there's no lion in the street that's going to kill us. But today that means that we're going to try to fit in by dress like everyone else, go to the same school as everyone else, um, you know, say the same things as others say, do the same things that others do. And little by little forget our uniqueness. Mm. And so that authenticity really helps us deeply, deeply love ourselves because once we start loving ourselves for completely who we are, all parts of ourselves, the shadow, the light, the good, the bad, there's no judgment on this, then we can finally see that we are deeply loved by others too. And if they don't love us, it doesn't matter. We're just a healing opportunity for them if we trigger them or we don't need to be loved by everyone anyway because we're in love with ourselves. <sighs> And so that authenticity is really, it's the healing of the three feminine wounds that are preventing you from fully stepping into your divine feminine, which is, which are the bitch wound, the whore wound and the witch wound. 
Um, I talk about all that in the book, so I'm not going to dive into that now because otherwise we're going to do a three-hour presentation here. Yeah, we're all. I'm so excited to read this book. <laughs> but so once you've unlocked the gift of authenticity and you really start to be your most authentic self, you then are recognized by your soul fractal, by people that are more like you, which means that you become more magnetic. And once you've developed your magnetism, you're also more connected to the earth, to the magnetism of the earth, which is the Schumann resonance, which is really inviting you to slow down. The more you slow down, the more magnetic you are. So obviously it's a feminine gift too. And the more you slow down, the more you can hear your intuition, talk to you and guide you. So that's the third gift of the divine feminine. It's your intuition. And once you're authentic, magnetic, connected to your intuition, you learn to surrender because you know that you're safe, that all is good, that you're guided, that you're a co-creator. And then you learn to receive from your co-creator. So surrender and receiving are the two other gifts of the feminine. You open yourself to receiving all the abundance, success, opportunities, partners that the universe has in store for you. And once these five gifts, gifts are activated, the last gift is the gift of grounding. Because grounding, it's not just being connected to the earth. For me, grounding, it's really having your soul fully present in your body and using your body as a vehicle to come and do your purpose. And so it's really being connected to Mother Earth in a sense, but also Father Sky, if you want to call it like that, and just be that that channel in between the two, mm. which then leads you to be connected to your womb and invites you to sacred sexuality and all these things. Wow, this is so epic, Ellie. <laughs> so beautiful. And you know, well, you I have to thank like, my guides because they yeah. taught me that. <laughs> thank you, Ellie's guides. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> you know, I think that these are things that intuitively or in moments or as part of our daily ritual, we're tapped into different pieces of it. But it mm -hmm. sounds like this book is going to string it together mm -hmm. in such a way that's going to bring you to full activation. Kind of like I'm seeing in my mind these these um these six gifts as like a like a chakra system where mm -hmm. once the first one is activated, then the second one can be fully activated and third and the fourth and the fifth and the sixth. And if they're all activated, then you're like you're totally tapped in. Well, then you're in your sovereignty. Exactly. Tapped mm -hmm. in, sovereignty. It's exactly that. So it's a guide to access your full sovereignty, your Absolutely. full power as divine feminine. Yeah. Ellie, that is so epic. <laughs> I'm happy you're excited by it. I'll, I'll send you a copy anyway, so you can tell me if you still like it once you've read it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I already know. I already know. Um, Good. So... Then kind of to complete this conversation, what would you, what would your, besides reading this book, obviously, um, what would you want to say to anyone listening who is really ready to tap into their purpose or their wealth or their alignment or their joy, but at a level that 
gets to be through this lens of divine feminine, like really get to embrace the more of everything that they seek, but through the lens of having it all feel grounded through sovereignty at the same time? Um, there are so many things I could answer to this question, but let's, let's keep it simple. I think that sovereignty, it's a, it's an interesting thing because a lot of people perceive it as power. And these six gifts, I, I said it myself, I use the word power a lot. I say it connects you to your womb, to your power, to your truth, your purpose, But sovereignty really is the opposite of power because it's relying on something greater and knowing that that something greater, source, universe, spirit, is there for you and is operating through others for you and through yourself, for yourself. And so it's letting go of all sorts of of power, but really power in the sense of control. You know, people that have power, they control others, they influence others. If you look power up in the dictionary, it really means control. And so you could, you know, tap into these six gifts and wonder, where am I, where am I at at receiving? How good am I at, at surrendering and all these things? And in the book, I share a lot of exercises as well to develop these six gifts. I'm not just leaving you there with a the knowledge and then, you know, you can figure it out. I'm actually giving you a lot of exercises. But right now I would really invite you to ask yourself, where am I still controlling myself? Because if you're controlling others and using power over others, it means you're still using power over yourself. And as long as you do that, you cannot fully be in your serenity. You cannot fully be connected and tapped in. So where are you using power? Where are you trying to be someone, show up in a certain way, judging yourself, criticizing yourself, etc.? And I would really invite you to sit with that question for some time. That is so beautiful. That was answered through such strong femininity. And mm. I have a follow-up question. How do you discern obviously power when it's a need to control in a way that doesn't fuel you or other people, that's where it gets hard. But there is also, right, that beauty and the power of learning how to to claim mastery over yourself, over these things. What's the discernment between those two? Is it really just that, knowing when it's good power versus bad? Um... So bad power, quote unquote, (laughs) it's really that idea of trying to control yourself. And so maybe it's holding yourself back or pushing yourself. It's really um, being in your mind and doing all the shoulds because you believe it should happen that way. It's a very ego-driven way of living and, and, and driving your life. Whereas the good power, a.k.a. your sovereignty, it's, you know, it's that energy of the Buddha who just sits in silence and smiles and knows that his presence is powerful enough that he doesn't even need to talk or do anything. Yeah. For me, these are, that, that's really, it's, it's the difference. 
And it's a completely different energy. And the more you're familiar with that difference, and I explain it more in details in the book, the more you're going to feel it within yourself. Okay, right now, I'm being in the control power. Whereas right now, I'm at peace. I'm surrendered. I'm tapped in. I'm, in, I'm being in the sovereignty power. Because I don't even need to do or say anything. My presence is powerful enough. Yes. Oh my gosh, that was it. That was perfect. I love <laughs> I love that. It's it's the power that comes from the knowing that the right being. now just because you are alive as a human having this human experience on this beautiful planet Earth tapped into the frequency of this Earth while at the same time tapped into the universal energies and the cosmos mm-hmm. like you are a vessel of everything that mm-hmm. is. You mm-hmm. are the universe and that's Absolutely. the power. When we tap Absolutely. into that power, that's tapped into divine feminine. And through that, we become a portal to birth anything here that we desire. Yeah, that exactly. is it is, the power of that. And you're exactly right. I love that image. Like that's just the Buddha sitting there smiling. That's all that's needed. Not needing to do anything, be anything more, create any, like not needing or shoulding yourself, no. not, not, not needing to even know the how. Just yeah. being and being able to tap into the power of the being just because you are. Because your energy does all the work for you. When yeah. you're tapped in at that level and you're connected to the earth and the sky and you're allowing source to work through you, your energy does all the work for you. So you just need to be. And that's really your your sovereignty. And then automatically, once you're at that level, well, the six gifts have been activated within you. Oh, Ellie, this conversation has been truly a gift. (laughs) This beautiful, um, activating journey of remembering, you know, truly what we're capable of, what Mm -hmm. true power means, and what what a gift it is to be able to be tapped into this divine feminine, no matter your gender, too. Like we all have this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As a woman with being able to literally through your body, like your, your body, your womb is a, it creates life out of nothing. It's a portal to the universe Mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful thing. So thank you for guiding us on this journey. What is the name of your book and when will it be coming out and where can people find it? So the title of the book is The Path of Femininity, The Six Gifts of Your Sovereignty. Um, Right now it's on pre-orders, so you can already pre-order it. And it's coming out on the 15th of November. So all those who are pre-ordering it right now, they're going to have it probably under 15 or 16 arriving at their doorstep. (laughs) Perfect. And am I able to get a link for that to put into the show notes? Of course, of course. Okay, so you guys will be It's on Amazon otherwise or Barnes and Nobles or Target, all the websites. Okay, perfect. We are on all the places. The link will (laughs) also be in the show notes. I'll also be putting all of Ellie's social media up there so that you can tap into her world if this conversation has landed and activated in your bones, in your cells, in your being. Ellie, thank you so much for coming on. It's been such a gift. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was fun sharing all the teachings about this book with you. And to all who have been listening for the last 
47 minutes. Thank you. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, it would mean the world if you could leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if we aren't connected on social media yet, come say hello on Instagram at Katie underscore underscore Blair or come visit the website at www.katie-blair.com. I highly recommend you put anything that pinged you from this podcast episode today into action ASAP. I honor you for being here and cannot wait to see you on the next episode.